Hi there, my name is Angela and I am a lawyer. When I came to Caris, I loved God. I was pursuing his things, but I didn't fully understand who he was. Caris has helped me understand my identity and my authority. Now I can step out in boldness and with power as a child of God. My name is Marvin. I'm a graphics designer. When I joined Caris Bible College, I was a drug addict. Four months down the road, having sat under the word, I was totally set free from all the addictions and the desires, and I am now entirely delivered. Be a part of those who testify. Enroll to Caris Bible College in this 2024 intake. Your life will be transformed, built into a leader ready to change the world. Apply online at karisuganda.net or visit us at Park Royal Mall, 6th floor, along Buganda Road, Kampala. For more inquiries, please call us on 0200-330-000. Join Caris Bible College. Join Caris Bible College. Come on to Caris. Caris Bible College, transforming lives, training leaders, and changing the world. Welcome to Gospel Truth with Andrew Womack, celebrating 55 years of ministry. I grew up with the knowledge of God and the presence of God, but I knew I needed to know Him better. I've always thought of God as a harsh father. His teachings just really brought me back to, you know, knowing who God is and recognizing it. And now, here's Andrew. The Word of God is the power of God. And to salvation. Man, that's awesome. That is awesome. Let me go on and read the next verse here in 2 Peter chapter 1, verse 20. Knowing this first, that no prophecy of the Scripture is of any private interpretation. For the prophecy came not in old time by the will of man, but holy man of God spake as they were moved by the Holy Ghost. Did you know that when it says they spake as they were moved, W.E. Vines has written a commentary on that. New Testament words. And he goes into quite a bit of explanation. But he says that this literally means, if you were to interpret this literally, it means that people spoke as they were moved by the Holy Spirit. As they were born along, like when a flood happens or something, and it just takes everything that's in its path and it just knocks it down and it and it's uh, flowing with this flood. People were riding as they were moved by the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit literally took control of them and wrote through them. 
The Bible is not men writing about God. It is God writing through men to us. And we have to receive this word as being the accurate, true word of God. I dealt with that yesterday. I don't believe that there are mistakes in it. I believe that you have to take the word of God and compare scripture with scripture and if you do that, it will always explain itself. And present the proper image. Some people say, well, the original scriptures were God-breathed and inspired by God. But we've got translations now and these translations have been corrupted and you can't trust them. Well, I will say this. There are a lot of paraphrases that people use as if it was a translation. And I think that that's wrong. Now, I think that there's benefit from it. For instance, I write books. You know, this book right here that I've written, in a sense, this is a paraphrase. It's my opinion. Of what the scripture says. And there is value to that, but you don't take a book that I wrote about Scripture the same as Scripture. And there's people that take paraphrases today, such as the Passion Translation. The Message Bible. Message Bible. Things like that. Those things, there's benefit to reading them. I'm not saying that you forsake them. But they aren't translations. It's not a literal thing. They're it's it's uh, specifically men writing about what they think God was saying. And but they admit that they have added to it. Now, 
So you don't take those things as being scripture. And some people say, well, all of the translations have been corrupted and there's mistakes in them. I don't believe that. Did you know that Jesus and Paul and Peter, all of the times that they quoted scripture, did you know that they weren't quoting from the originals? They were quoting from scriptures that were translated into the Greek Septuagint about 500 years. Before the time of Jesus. And those scriptures were translated from the original writings that were nearly 500 years before that. And so when they were quoting Old Testament scriptures, they weren't quoting the originals. They were quoting a translation. And yet they believed that it was still accurate. That God preserved the meaning through the translation. Matter of fact, the Apostle Paul in Galatians chapter 3, he based his whole teaching on one letter of one word. He said that Jesus was the seed, S-E-E-D, not seeds, Plural. And he was making a point that when God said, I will bless your seed, talking to Abraham, that you shall be great and I will bless your seed. And it will be as the stars in the sky and the sand on the seashore. He made a big deal out of that word being singular instead of plural. Paulo, ya kwate chigambo chino ensigo na chigazia nyo okutula gira dalanti ya itategeza ensigo nti abantumanjo wabula ya yogira kunsigo emu nga yeyesu. And he wasn't quoting from the original, he was quoting from the Greek Septuagint. Ngate Paulono, yalita bisomye, edi translation and yet he believed the translation to the degree that he took a word whether it was plural or whether it was singular as being inspired of God so Peter 
and uh, Paul and Jesus were using translations. And Kakati tulaba petero, Yesu, ne Paulu, ngabonabu naba akozesa enzifu unula. And yet they believed that they were accurate. I believe that translations, maybe not all of them, uh, I, I'm not going to name things here. But it's obvious that by the fact that I use the King James Bible that I think it's the most accurate. I do admit that there's words in there that we don't use today. There's sometimes the way that it's said uh, that confuses some people. To me, it's not hard to say that thee is you and thou is you and, you know, things like that. I can, it's not a problem. I grew up with it, and I, but I believe it's the most accurate. It's there's only two versions, two translations that even approached uh, translating the Bible into the English language with this approach. Where they had multiple people take a verse and go separately and translate it. And then they came back and they compared their notes and they kept doing that until they all came into agreement. Most translations are one person translating the scripture. And you have much more uh, opportunity for error when one person goes and translates it. But when you have 20 people go and you come back and you stay at it until you come into agreement, that is quite a safeguard. And the King James was translated that way. And uh, so anyway, I believe that the King James is the most accurate. If you have problems with thee and thou and stuff like that, go get the new King James. But anyway, my point is that see, when you say that the Bible 
is God's word. There's many people that just don't believe that. And then there's others that say, oh yeah, I believe it, but we don't have access to the real word of God. But we all have translations and and they just use all of these different things. You have to believe that somehow or another God if if he didn't preserve his word for us. Then it's the same as if he didn't give it to us. What's the point in giving us the word if it's going to be polluted down through the years? I do not believe it's been polluted. I believe it is God breathed, just like this said, that people spoke as they were moved by the Holy Spirit. And I believe that people have given their lives like William Tyndale and William Tyndale. You could just go and name so many people that literally sacrificed their life. Tyndale was burned at the stake. To be able to translate this. People that are giving it that and they're putting their life at risk. I guarantee you this isn't their own flesh that is doing this. God inspired these translations. And so I believe that this is the accurate word of God. To me today, I'm as being accurate. And because of that, it has transformed my life. I know that there's people watching this program that say, well, I don't believe that. Well, then it's not going to work for you. You have to put faith in it. Hebrews chapter 4 verse 2 says, The word preached unto them did not profit them, not being mixed with faith, in them that heard it. You 
YOU MIGHT HAVE A COPY OF THE BIBLE, BUT IF YOU DON'T PUT FAITH IN IT, IF YOU DON'T BELIEVE, THAT GOD HAS PRESERVED IT AND THAT THIS IS LITERALLY GOD SPEAKING TO YOU. YOU'RE JUST READING IT LIKE A somebody's opinion about God, it's not going to benefit you the way that it benefits me. God has spoken through this word to me. I've seen my son raised from the dead because of truths that were in this Bible. God spoke truth to me. I've seen God do miracles in my life. I've seen Him provide for me financially. I was so poor I couldn't pay attention at one time. And now we have $130 million worth of assets paid for, no debt on it. Got it nine years above everything else that I was doing. We are in the process of starting a billion dollar building program. And I'm seeing God provide needs. I'm seeing Him heal bodies. I'm seeing Him change lives because I... I believe the truth of the Word of God. If you don't have that kind of faith in the Word of God, the first thing you need to do is repent for not taking the Word of God and, and receiving it and not understanding what it's gone through. You know, I've got a series entitled uh, Biblical Worldview and we... We have the foundation series. There's 12 teachings in there. And one of those teachings in there, over an hour's worth of teaching, is just about uh, secular documents proving the validity and the accuracy of Scripture. Going into how many copies we have of this and all of these kind of things, things that I'm not going to get into today. But I'd encourage you to go get that. The Biblical Worldview Foundation Series it has a teaching in there about how we can trust the Word of God. And I go into even secular things that prove the accuracy of the Word of God. 
ebiri wabweru wa Bible okongereko kakasanti Bible jokute chigambo cha katonda if you doubt in this bobo busabusa muchino if you, if you just think that this is a vague representation if you believe it's full of errors bobo liye yongolozanti no Bible jokute chitabo chidiyao chilimweso binyinji chilimwe ebinji then you can't base your life on it Echitegeza, tosobola kusimba bula mubu kuchigambe echo kubaku Bible yeyo. I have based my life on this. Nzengo muntu, obula mubu wangebu wa na musimbia kuchigambo cha katonda chino mungai Bible yeyo. So I've counted on it and I've seen my wife raised from the dead. Iduro kumanti obula mubu wangebu na mbu musimbia kuchigambo cha katonda chino ni mchala wange na mula banga azukida ukufambafu. My son raised from the dead. Ni mutabani wange na ya azukida ukufambafu. I've seen blind eyes open. Deaf ears open. I've seen my own body healed. I've seen miracles happen of every kind because I believe, I put faith in the Word of God. If you haven't done that yet, then there is no reason for God to speak to you any other way. Because this is one of the greatest ways that God speaks to us. This is a foundation. And even if you go into just discerning things by your own born-again spirit, or even if you get a word from the Holy Spirit, everything has to line up with this. The Spirit will never contradict the Word of God. The Word of God is the absolute final authority on everything. And if you get an impression from God, if you get a word from God, a prophecy, it's got to line up with this Bible or you reject it. And there's a lot of people watching this that you don't put that kind of an importance on the word of God. And that's one of the reasons you don't get these more specific words. Why would God speak these other things to you if you aren't even honoring and using what He's already done? I'm telling you, this is powerful. You need to put faith in the Word of God. As being God speaking directly to you. 
I have proof. I am convinced beyond reasonable doubt that God loves me. And because he loves me and he also loves you, there's absolutely nothing he won't do for you. You don't have to arm twist God. He loves you immensely, more than you love yourself. And he will fulfill his promises to you. So I just want to encourage you, sign up for Caris Bible College. If you're struggling to read your Bible, to do ministry, to, to excel in life, to just be happy in life, Caris is the place for you. There are so many programs, hybrid, full-time, correspondence. It just works for youth. Man, this is just the best, best Bible college. And I promise you, your life will not be the same again. God bless you so much and see you at Caris. Wow, what can I say about Caris? It's been an amazing journey. Before I came to Caris, I was a drug addict. Straight out of campus, I was just from rehab. I was broke. My families, my relationships were broken. But when I got to know who God was, and when I got to know how much God loved me, it really changed my life. And that is something I got to know at Caris. So I would like to encourage you today, enroll right now. Enroll today, and let me tell you, God is going to bless you up. Wabale kuuliza programu ya fe ya Gospel Truth ne Andrew Womack. Zikiriza nti oweredwa omukisa. Obango linobujulizi, obango linokuwebuza kona. Sina chindi nga weta gomuntu yena, okusaba nawe kusonga yona. Tukubile kusimu eno wa manga. 0 Ngambie 0 000 Oba tuchalile kumakaga fe agasangwa ku Park Royal Mall omairo kwa mukaga ku Buganda Road ekizimbe ekiri okulinana watoto church oba senana supermarket oweredwa nyo omukisa